uh, the agenda today. And uh, in looking at uh, what we're going to be working with today is, of course, we're going to be talking about real estate IQ and and some of the um, uh, things that we offer. Uh, we offer quite a bit to investors, uh, a lot of off-market leads, on-market leads. We have um, a lot of deal-finding leads that you're going to see um, throughout uh, this seminar. But so we'll do some introductions um, as we've done a little bit on the Zoom um, webinar chat. And uh, we'll be talking about uh, basically what I'm going to do today is I'm going to take um, and we're going to look at our off-market leads list, um, uh, one of them, and that's going to be the uh, pre-foreclosure list. And as we get into that, we're going to look at a, a few properties and, and look at the information that Real Estate I, IQ gives you. And we're going to pick one and we're going to drop that into our fast CMA system um, and do a co comparative market analysis on that property. And so um, that's going to be the bulk of our segment today. And uh, we'll do some networking at, after that and give you some time to take some action. If you're new to Zoom, um, I'm sure uh, we're all quite used to it at this point, but there's some uh, buttons at the bottom that you should be familiar with. Uh, the chat button is there and most everyone has found that. And as you're chatting, you want to make sure that uh, you're chatting to all panelists. And so down at the bottom where it says two, you can click on that little arrow and it says all panelists and that way we'll all be able to see what questions you may have during uh, this webinar. Um, at the end, uh, we can raise, we can allow you to raise your hand and if you want to talk, that would be great. Um, since there's just a few of us today, we can certainly do that easily. And then um, during the webinar, we'll be having a couple polls, a few polls um, that you can fill out and in doing so, when you fill out that poll, we will have a raffle and our first one's come up. And so if um, you respond to that, we'll be having a raffle next week and uh, someone from the company will be contacting you uh, to see who our winners are. So the first one is just to get to know you a little bit. Um, tell us if you're an active investor, um, passive investor, any of those under number one, and then just how long you've been investing. Uh, if, you've, uh, if you're just starting, if you're into it for a couple of years or more, um, please click the appropriate boxes. So we'll give you a few minutes to get that started. So most of you have been around for a few years. And most mostly in residential and uh, your active investors, that's really good. And so as we keep going, uh, my name is Kevin Kraminga and uh, I'm without my, my cohort today, my partner, my better half, Becky Kraminga. So if you've been on some of the other webinars and, and have seen her uh, or us doing these webinars together, um, she, like I said, is in uh, Miami, Florida right now, um, building our, our programs for real estate IQ in Florida. And so she won't be with us today, but I will be happy to guide you along uh, as we go um, 
through this webinar. Uh, deal is, Real Estate IQ is number one in deal finding and, and we have over 45,000 leads every month. And so you're gonna get to see some snapshots of that today. Um, and, uh, uh, but let's hear from a, a couple people um, that understand and have been using our program and services. So, all right, so, um, yeah, sorry about that, but I think we're back. And I think uh, you can see uh, that uh, we have a 45 minute one on one deal finding training that we're offering for Real Estate IQ. And this is an important one. If you haven't uh, been able to do this yet, uh, please take uh, the time to uh, just fill out this this poll that will be coming up. Uh, you have the opportunity to um, participate in 45 minutes. Uh, on seeing exactly everything Real Estate IQ does. And so I'm gonna be going uh, over a few areas today with you, um, but they'll give you the whole ball of wax in one sitting and you'll be able to see all our off-market leads, all the things we do on market. You'll be able to see our community and our home pages and our web pages and everything that we can offer investors. And it costs you nothing except for that 45 minutes of time. And so if you want to take advantage of that, that would be great. Um, and once again, it doesn't cost you anything except that time. And you'll be able to see um, all of our programming uh, with Real Estate IQ. Moving on, how to find and analyze deals. So that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to specifically look at the pre-foreclosure list um, from uh, from Real Estate IQ. And uh, we're gonna pick one of those properties and we're gonna dump it into our FAST CMA. Uh, CMA stands for Comparative Market Analysis. And then we'll be able to calculate our offer and, and uh, <clears throat> formalize uh, that opportunity to talk to the, the seller and make a deal with them. And so that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, we have a lot of different off-market leads. Um, the ones that I'm going to show you first will be leads that uh, we uh, get by email every single day. And so you see a, a, a cell phone screen there uh, that shows that you can get them um, the pre-foreclosure list, the probate and airship, there's uh, the trustees list and, and various other ones, but you get all 10 of them. Uh, every single day, they're updated every single day, which is very important. And you heard in that video, that short video, um, that it's not worth that investor's time to compile all of the data that Real Estate IQ has already compiled for you. And so, yes, these are recorded at the courthouses. They are public information. Um, but the time that it would take you to go down and even get one of those um, would be costly and um, it could cause you from ending up not being able to uh, get into a deal because you've already lost it to somebody else. Um, but they're, they're updated every 24 hours and um, that's a 2000 plus month, monthly um, value. Now, as I get into this, I'm gonna jump over to our, um, our listings. And what I'm going to show you first is I'm going to show you 
you should be getting a, a, an example up on the screen of our the email that I get every single day. Now, these are our premium uh, pre-foreclosure lists, and I'm going to jump down to Houston. We have market areas in Dallas, DF, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, um, also Houston, San Antonio. Sorry to cut you off, Kevin, but yes. uh, can you click on share screen? I think um, it's not showing your screen on our end. Okay. And also, um, just for our attendees' information as well, Kevin, and um, to our um, attendees for today, please let us know through chat if you're not yet a subscriber with um, Real Estate IQ Services, because um, with what Kevin will show us today will um, could be quite confusing for you since uh, most of the parts of our webinar today will be um, about our subscribers or how to use our tools or our system. So we have Chinky and Jason on our webinar today, our account manager. So please do let us know in the chat if you are not yet subscriber with our services. So, um, you know, Jason and, Ke and Chinky can give you a one-on-one, -on -one, a live one-on-one -on -one deal finding training um, so they can give you a link in the chat box if ever you know you wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one, um, training with them. So please do let us know in the chat. So thank you so much, uh, Masood. So Jason or Chinky will be um, sending you a message through our chat box if uh, you know they can give you a one-on-one -on -one training um, while Kevin is uh, ongoing with the, um, with the discussion for our webinar for today. So Kevin, uh, I can see your screen right now with the Houston premium off-market data. So we can okay. continue with uh, our webinar for today. Excellent, thank you. And I, I think you'll be able, be able to identify it. Uh, a lot of you on today are also, uh, or have been doing deals um, for three to five years. And if you've been doing that, you know how, how important correct data is on how important the correct data is when it comes to lists. And so as you see what I get in my email every single day, and this is an example of that, um, I get lists, full on lists. And like I said, these are updated every 24 hours through the courthouses on probate and airship, pre foreclosure, appointment of substitute trustees, evictions liens, divorce, tax sales. Um, these are all lists that come on a daily basis. Today, we're going to be taking a look at uh, the pre-foreclosure list. And it's, it's probably one of the lists that most investors start with. And so um, as we go to that, I'm going to jump screens again. And I hope uh, this works for everyone. But... going to take me down to here. And I've opened up the Houston pre-foreclosure list. Can everybody see that? Yep, I can see that. Yeah, spread, spreadsheet. Okay, so everybody sees the spreadsheet. And this is the, the, this is the actual information that I get uh, in my email. Now, it's delivered by... Um, an Excel file, so it's a nice spreadsheet. The great thing about this is I can download it to my computer. And so 
I can just go to my file and I can download it and I can put it in Microsoft Excel. I can uh, create a new file and I can put it in uh, to a, um, a, a spreadsheet um, from Sheets. However you, you need to do it, you can download it directly to your computer and then that will help you manipulate any of the information uh, on the screen. And so as that's happening, I can, I can go here and I can look um, across the board at the, different, um, at the different information that the spreadsheet gives me. Um, the first thing that's important is looking over here at column C, I can see that it was recorded on September 10th uh, and that it was added to our system on October 7th and that the actual auction date that this, these properties are gonna be auctioned out at are gonna be, is gonna be January 5th. Now, you know, as an investor, if you're working a pre-foreclosure list, one of the most important things you need to do is your timing factor. Because right now, these are all gonna go January 5th. And so we've got um, a little over three to four weeks right now to work with these people because our goal is to keep them from getting to the auction. We want to work out a deal with them prior to the auction date coming up. And so that's why I picked this. I picked the auction date of January 5th so that I have a little time to get in here and, and do some research. And as I go across, then I can look at, okay, um, who owns this place? And so it always lists the mortgager's first name and their last name. Um, where, the, where the property is located in the city. And so that top one's in spring. Uh, gives all the information about the homestead, um, the zip code of the house, how many bedrooms, what the square footage is, um, all the things that you'd expect to see uh, about the home. And then it lists the trustee's name and that's the person that's going to show up at the auction and sell the property at the auction on January 5th. The two that I pay most, intent, uh, most attention to um, in those columns are columns S and T at this point, because what that has given me uh, through our algorithm, our computer algorithm, uh, it allows me to look at the equity and the estimated equity in that home. And so I told you a little bit about being able to manipulate the data that's in, in the spreadsheet. What I mean by that is when I download this sheet into my computer, then I can manipulate it by zip code. I can say, oh, I just, I just want this, these certain zip codes in my spreadsheet because there's, there could be over a thousand. Often um, our list will build to anywhere from 12 to 1400 people a month. And so to be able to contact all of those people in one month's time um, wouldn't be possible unless you were doing a mail service. That's a little bit different. Um, but if you're going to do door knocking or you are going to do some cold calling uh, or, or some cold texting, uh, those types of things, um, you know, you really want to narrow, narrow it down. And so I live in Katy, Texas. And so my wife and I look at the Katy zip codes and 
um, a few of the Houston zip codes that are very close to the Katy border. And in doing so, um, that gives me a, a shortened list of, usually it's about 45 to 50 homes per month um, that we put in our target zone off of this list. And so once I've manipulated that, I go to columns S and T and I manipulate it even further because some of the people I know um, that I'm not in the position to really help. And, and what I mean by is that very first one that's got negative 39% equity, uh, 129,000, that one is those people are very upside down and I'm not able to help that person. And so I'll eliminate that, that one out of my, out of my list. Um, now there are other people that like to work with uh, people in that position and they may, uh, what they may do what's called a short sell. And so that's another strategy um, that an investor has in their tool bag. But right now we're just looking at ones I want to look at today ones that have enough meat on the bone for us to kind of look and say, yeah, this might be a good deal. I, I need to see if I can get a hold of that owner. And so in looking at this, um, that second one is 65% with $102,000, close to $103,000 in equity. And uh, that one, looks, that one looks pretty good. So I would keep that. And I would go through that list and I, I usually keep um, anything that's close to a little below or above. I wanna, I wanna keep things that are above 25% in equity and kind of toss the things that are below 25% in equity. So I'll eliminate those out of the list and I'll narrow it down. The other thing that I like to look at is, is line X, okay? And that's the assessed value uh, of the home. And I wanna make sure that's within my range too, because right now I'm looking for homes at this time, um, anywhere from $250,000 or below. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I wanna look at, I'm trying to get into ones that are more, uh, starter homes for people, uh, homes that have maybe been around, but maybe need some updating, uh, maybe need some, uh, some, some minor repairs, and then are good to go to get back up on the market. Because I know that those houses that are $250,000 or less are going to sell faster on this market today than the ones that are above $250,000. And so I'm, I'm, I'm making that strat strategic um, uh, you know, mark in my spreadsheet to say, well, you know, 336,000 may be a little bit more than I want to bite off. However, some investors want to go for those larger home, home values. And you remember the assessed value is always a, a smaller, smaller amount than what people usually get for their homes. And so um, I'm trying to stay within $250,000 mark. And so I'll, I'll eliminate or work around those two. As I scroll through and I, I make those changes, um, then I can say, okay, now I wanna go over and it tells me a lot about the loans. I don't need that information as much in the beginning. Um, it gives me a legal description 
uh, and the subdivision and the ownership of the home, which is important because I want to know who I'm trying to contact. Um, owner occupied, when it's marked that way, that means the owner is most likely living in the home. And so if I go to door knock, um, which um, we, my wife and I did a lot of prior to COVID. Um, however, when COVID hit, of course, that kind of eliminated that. And we've started back up um, a couple months uh, ago with, with at least going to the doors. We're not getting a lot of answers right now. Um, as expected, but at least it gives us a way to drop off a card at the door and give them some information about our company. And so, um, but it gives you the ownership, tells whether the owner lives there or not. And if it's, if the owner is not living there, it tells you who the owners are and where they're living. And so that's kind of nice um, to be able to jump to that right away. So you're getting to the right person. So you see that line two, is owner occupied. Line three is not owner occupied and Jennifer and Joseph Salazar um, are the owners and they live in Pasadena, Texas. As I continue to scroll through the spreadsheet as included in our premium package uh, and uh, this package allows me to see contact information. And this package is probably one that we've sold more during um, COVID-19 uh, just because people have had to change their marketing strategies. And uh, instead of going and knocking at the door, now they're found, uh, they find themselves in their homes um, and needing to reach out to these owners. And so, um, one of the nice things, Real Estate IQ automatically in these has the skip tracing. And so skip tracing is when uh, phone numbers or um, contact information is given on, a, on an owner uh, of a homestead and it's lined out all there for you. And so you'll see email addresses one through five. If Real Estate IQ cannot get it, which is near 80% um, of, of the rate right now that we can get the phone numbers and email addresses um, for properties. Um, we're working at about 80%, but if we can't find that information or it's not coming up through the three agencies that we're working for, for our skip tracing, um, we simply put an NA in there, not ap applicable. Um, we're not able to give that information out. And so, uh, those continue, the email addresses, we continue if we can have, find the cell phones, up to five cell phones, some of those, um, and then five landline numbers. And some of those landline line numbers may be the businesses that they work at. And so you have to be careful when you're calling, um, you know, always ask for the owner by name, don't give any information about anything, but um, just to speak with that person and uh, you, can, you can do some good research that way. And so uh, phone numbers are included on our premium service. And then also um, as you scroll over, it gives relative information and um, a relative's point of contact um, as you can use if you're not getting a hold of, of the person that's, uh, that owns the home. And so that's kind of how the spreadsheet works. Uh, most of the spreadsheets that I, on the list that I showed you 
look just like this with this kind of information. And once again, um, this is our premium service. And so if you sign up with our regular service, it will not have the phone numbers and the address, email addresses and the cell phone numbers attached to it. Um, and so it is a, this is the premium service and it, it will allow you to explore those. Um, I'm gonna take a short second here and see if there are any questions right now and, and see what you think or if you have questions about what I've showed you so far. All right, well, we will continue here. So you've seen what our spreadsheets look like. Now, what do you do with them? And, and that's probably the biggest thing. Um, you have all this information, what do you do with them? Well, um, the first thing that Becky and I will do is, is we'll arrange maps for um, the ones that we have picked in Katy. And then um, we'll develop a route uh, that takes us from home to home and, and we'll drop cards or uh, <clears throat> she does the door knocking. I'm six foot four, so I'm, uh, I stay in the car while she does that and she gets more answers than I do. Um, but as we go through that, uh, um, we do that together. And then if we do get a chance to get inside the house, then um, we do that together. But um, so we'll go door knocking. Um, but really, what do, what do you really need to find out about these homes? We need to find out exactly what they're worth. Um, and to find out exactly what they're worth, if you're not a real estate, um, if you're not a realtor, uh, that's, that's kind of hard. You have to go to a real estate agent and ask them, you know, can you um, pull um, a comparative market analysis for this address on, on these people. And um, when that comes up, the realtor is able, able to give you the information you need to see what the home is worth uh, in the area that it's being sold. And so one of the nice things about real estate IQ that I'm gonna show you in just a minute is the fact that we have an ability to be able to jump from what you're seeing on the screen right now from off-market leads straight into our um, FAST CMA, which is part of our, um, our online suite uh, that we have for our customers. And uh, you can get in there and you can run comps and you can find the ARV on properties. And so I'm gonna go ahead and do that. And I'm, I'm kind of looking through and I'm gonna go up here and I'm gonna kind of look at the equities um, that we have here going down. And I also wanna keep my eye, eye on that assessed value as I'm going through maybe, let's see here. Let's take a look at number 11. The January 5th date is coming up for Cheryl Livingston. She lives on 6315 Briar Glade Drive in Houston. Um, two things that I want to make sure I look at before I jump into um, our analysis suite is that I want to look at uh, column M and there's 1,665 square feet in that house. So I want to remember the square footage of that house. And I also want to remember that it was built in 1978. And with that information, 
I go to the address and I simply copy it. Okay, so I'm gonna copy that address. And then I'm gonna go into our suite um, and make sure I'm in Houston. All right, I said that we have those other market areas, but I wanna make sure I'm in Houston. And I'm gonna go into our FAST CMA program. And when I click on that, it's gonna show you, and I hope that everybody can see my screen. I'm gonna simply right click down here and I'm gonna paste that property right into uh, the address section under FAST CMA. Once I do that, I can click on that it's Briar Glade Drive in Houston, Texas. So it just checks to make sure that I have the right address that I'm looking up. And then this information comes out and it says, okay, um, we have two properties here. I wanna make sure we're on the right one again. And again, I say 6315 Briar Glade. And then we have a couple options here. Um, the ARV distance uh, expands further out. The subdivision um, uh, can also, uh, well, it goes the expanse of the subdivision that the home is in. And so that's usually a little narrower search, um, narrower search that I want. And so I'm gonna go ahead and click on the subdivision because here in Houston, especially, um, I know that when my wife and I are looking at different homes, you can jump from one side of the street to the other side of the street into a, into a different sub, subdivision and the pricing completely changes. I may have half million dollars, dollar houses on one side of the street and they drop to 300 or $400,000 uh, dollar houses on the other side of the street. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go by subdivision first. And I'm gonna say that I wanna make sure it's single family. And my year built was 1978. And that's why I asked you to remember that because it saves you time. You can always go back to the spreadsheet. And then, uh, it was 1665 square feet. I click on find comparables. And as I scroll down, I see that it has found 14 homes that were sold in the area, one that was active, 11 that are non-active right now. That means they've been on the MLS before and uh, the multiple listing service MLS. Uh, they've been on the MLS before, and, and for some reason, um, that's expired, and they're not on there any, anymore. And there are 27 that are currently leased. So you see the amount of homes that are rented in that area. Um, there are quite a few. Um, the reason why I mention these is because between sold, active, and non-active, you can really find some other homes um, just by looking in these areas, you can find the active homes and see what they're going for. You can find the non-active homes and try to contact those homeowners and see if you can work a deal with them um, for whatever reason. Maybe they, uh, they're experiencing financial difficulties. Maybe they're trying to sell their house because they're leaving the area, whatever reason. Um, 
those numbers are listed in the non-active area. I run the CMA at that point, and then it starts to happen. So on my, my, my landing page here, it says that 6315, the, right now the computer is evaluating the ARV on that home at $156,000 roughly. The monthly lease in the area is going for a little under 1500. And so that's, that's, that's good. I think um, I'd like to see the ARV a little higher, but we'll see what, what the other homes are around it. Um, the details on this house. So if I click that details button, it's going to take me into uh, this page. And again, it gives all of the housing information. It, it relists the estimated price. Um, it gives the price per square foot. Um, it talks about the property and what it can. And remember, some of the property information isn't on here, or a lot of this is going to be left blank on this page because it's not on the market right now. Um, and there's no way to list that information. And so you have to do some more research um, in doing that. But for the most part, um, you get an idea of what the home is like in comparison to the homes that are around it. And so as we scroll down, you'll see that this, uh, this is our subject property with a star, and it's gonna give us the, the address. Again, a lot of that information isn't filled out because it's not on the market, but it is gonna give the homes that have been sold on the market. And so all the homes to the right of my subject home here are, are, have been sold in that area. You can see that uh, it says what the um, subdivision is. And so you see Bray's Village subdivision and how it goes through. Um, you can see what the price per square foot. You can also see that these homes, what they were sold for. The first one was sold for 160. Second one was sold for 200,000 and so on and so forth. Now, why is one white and the other three are blue? Well, for some reason, the computer didn't pick um, this, this one in white here and it passed it up. And probably one of the reasons, uh, it has multiple reasons for not choosing a property to put it into um, the comparative market analysis is because of the recency in days since that property was sold. This one has a high recency, it's at 209 days. So it was sold 209 days days ago. However, these other ones were, were shorter, one at eight, one at 43. This one's borderline at 153. And so you can kind of scroll over and it gives you some other homes. And let's say, okay, well, you know, these are looking good because they're lower in the recency of days. I may not want to include that home. All I simply do is click on number three where that box is and it'll change my sold CMA price again, my estimated price um, when I take that out of my evaluation. So in taking away number three, it actually bumped my CMA price up. And that can be done at any time if I wanted to add one, let's say I wanted to add number one in, I would just click on number one 
and it would add it into the valuation. And so at this point, it's time for me to do my due diligence. I never want to just say, hey, why, um, I, you know, I'm just never want to take the computer's word for it and say, okay, this is exactly what it, what the home should be marked as is the um, after repair value on it. I want to look at this and say, okay, well, hey, why is my subject property in this map, um, the star, and why is number two picked, but numbers 13, one, and seven have not been picked? Well, we already know that number one was a high recency in days, and so um, we know that one. And so I would go back down to the list, and I would scroll over, and I would look at number seven, um, and see why that one, why that one's not included. And of course, then we have a high recency in days there too. And so um, once again, I can manipulate any one of these. If I want to add them in, I can certainly do that just by checking the box above and it'll change the valuation at the top. So I can use the map to my advantage and look at the houses that it's picked. The blue homes on this map are ones that the computer has picked for, for uh, good comps for that, that star house, for our subject house. And the ones in gray are the ones that the computer didn't pick. And so I wanna make sure I do my due diligence and go through and check out each one of these homes. I can do that um, at a quick glance by just going to photos and the photo option allows me to view those houses. And so I can see if they've been worked on. And of course, if we're trying to, um, trying to sell this house, eventually we're gonna wanna sell it for the, the homes in the area that have been fixed up. So we wanna pick the ones in the area that have been renovated and look nice on the inside and the outside. If for, I, if for some reason I would come across a house that has not been renovated on the inside or looks like it needs to be, well then certainly that would be one that I would want to kick out of uh, my valuation. And so I can go through, this one looks like it has been updated Interesting yellows in the home, but it looks like it has granite, granite sinks, granite countertops, built-in range. Um, so there may be, I mean, it, it depends on what you're looking at. Some of the things in this home look like they're completely redone. And some of the things may, including colors, um, you may want to change. But I can go through each one. And again, the blue houses as marked are the ones that the computer picked for comps. And again, I can scroll through and see what's been done. This one has more of the modern um, upgrades to it. Um, the ceiling fan, the agreeable gray, which is a lovely color. I hear it's going out and I'm kind of excited about that. It's just my personal opinion. And nice kitchen, nice and bright. And so I can say, yes, I would like to keep this property. 
as one of the comps for my home. And I would just continue to go, go throughout. If for some reason two wasn't one that I wanted to accept, I could just click that box again and it will take it out of the valuation. And so you can do that from within the picture mode as well. Again, at the top, it shows you the active homes in the area. So I can click on that number one really quickly and it'll tell me what it's going for. It's listed at 174 right now. And I can look at pictures on that as well. I can go and see the homes that are leased as well as the non-active homes in that area. Once I have narrowed down um, my pictures and, and the homes that I want the computer to select, the, the um, ARV that I think is most likely to resemble those and still see that one was going for over 170 that was right down the street. It hadn't sold yet. I, I think that my sold uh, price right here might be a little low um, and would want to find some other homes within what the computer selected here, or what it didn't select to, to, to build my ARV up. I can also open up tabs like the MLS and see the remark of the realtor at the bottom for each one of those homes. There is a ton of information it gives. I can get expanded information on lot sizes. Again, bed, bath, square footage of the home, um, what the construction type is of the house, when it was built, making sure that my, my uh, time frame is within a few years. And so it gives you quite a bit of information in order to make sure you get that ARV in the right position. Once you have that in, in, in that position, you can go to report and share. And this gives you a nice viewing, um, a nice way to say, okay, you can display the sold homes, the active lease. You can choose any of those, leave them out if you want. You could leave out photos or include the MLS information. Um, but what it's gonna do then is it's gonna give you all the comps the sold comps for the property. And these were th would be things that maybe your lender might want to see along with the, um, the pictures. And since it's a, a foreclose, foreclosure and it doesn't have pictures, I would just click that photos out of there and it'll take it out of the report when you're getting ready to share it. But at least it'll it include the sold homes around the area and the um, ARV of the home. And so that is a good example of, you know, how we take that information. Um, once uh, I get that ARV, then I want to look at um, my equation. And, and that is just a, a situation. And I think I have a slide on that that I can go back to um, here as I go through. Go back into my presentation mode. And I may have this on another slide. But um, 
once I have the ARV, then I want to apply my uh, my my real estate equation in there. And so, uh, as I look at that, then I take um, the ARV, which is was like one hundred and fifty four thousand dollars, and I multiply that times 0.7. and then I subtract what I think are going to be the repairs for that home, and so. When I talked a little bit earlier about doing your due diligence, um, that's very important for real estate investors. Um, you wanna make sure that you can have an understanding of the home, what works in it, is the foundation good? Have you looked at the outside of the, outside of the home? One of the homes that Becky and I looked at um, the other day, there was probably about a two inch crack between the brick on one side of the house. That tells me, and it went from the top of the, uh, the roof down to the foundation. And that tells me that that house has a lot of foundation problems. And so the, the bricks were actually cracked all the way down to the foundation, about two inches apart. Um, some major foundation work would need to be done there. And then in the pictures, I saw that there were some cracks in the drywall that were going diagonally. And that always tells me when they're going diagonally against the normal seam of drywall, that there's some structural um, problems with the foundation um, in, in, uh, in looking at that too. And so you wanna look at foundation, you wanna look at uh, the heating and the plumbing, um, the air conditioning, uh, the HVAC system as a whole, um, because those are all big things that will cost you a lot more money once you get in, if it's just paint, carpet, some flooring, uh, maybe replace a few windows here and there, that's not a lot. But the other ones will get you into um, uh, a lot more money uh, out of your pocket. And so you wanna make sure you're prepared for that and know, know that uh, before you make a decision on the house. So once again, you take that ARV, um, you multiply it times 0.7. Now, why do I do that times 0.7? That's going to give me about a 30% difference in, in that 100% of what the property is evaluated in. And what I do that for is because I want to make sure I'm taking care of things that I'm not really going to see or maybe that I, I want to make sure I have taken care of. One of the things is you want to, you're going to have to have the water on, the electricity for the contractors to come in. In order to do that, you have to have those things turned on and functioning, which means you're gonna get a bill for that. And uh, in doing so, I wanna project what my costs are gonna be during my, um, my renovation time, if it's gonna be three months, what's it gonna cost to keep those things open? What's it gonna cost to um, have insurance on the home? All right, uh, that's another one. Um, you wanna make sure that you get insurance on those properties because your contractor could hurt himself uh, or herself um, at the property. Um, there could be an accidental thing uh, like a fire or whatever it is, you wanna make sure you're covered. Um, you may, uh, somebody may break in there and steal things. Uh, whatever the reason, you wanna make sure you have insurance on it. And that's, that's part of that, um, that 0.7. 
Um, also, any of the, the closing costs and all of those things are also included in that 0.7. And so it gives you a little bit of a cushion to make sure you know, um, hey, this is exactly what I'm going to make after repairs on that, on that homestead. And so um, what, I've, what I've tried to show you today is the opportunity for you to be able to um, look further into real estate IQ number one. We, we uh, have that demo and we'll be putting that up uh, in, in just a few minutes again if you want to sign up for our demo to get a full scope of all the services um, that we have with Real Estate IQ. We would love to have you do that. Once again, it doesn't cost you anything. And uh, as, we, as, you, as you will see when you go through that demo, you're gonna see our fast CMA, which I showed you today. You're also gonna see things like our repair estimator and our deal analyzer. So it's a way, um, those are also, um, computerized spreadsheets that allow you to type numbers in or um, a yes or a no if it needs a heater or if it doesn't need a heater and it'll quickly calculate those repairs that you have. It has places uh, in our deal anal analyzer where you can um, put all of the numbers that you're that you're going to have to think about for your property. You it goes through another spreadsheet, you input the numbers and then it'll calculate it for you. So that's kind of a nice thing. And that's all part of our deal analysis suite. And that's our least expensive suite, um, which is only $15 per month, um, not including the, uh, the um, off-market leads. And so to just get that deal analysis suite, it's $15 and it gives you those three things. The deal finding suite, um, they'll walk you through, through um, off-market leads like I uh, did for you today. They'll show you the county data finder and the MLS deal finder. There are two other huge branches of our programs that uh, allow um, our investors to do mass mailings and to look at mass properties around areas um, here in the Texas area. We're also marketing into Georgia and Florida right now. That's where Becky is, if you know her. And uh, she's in Florida right now. And uh, so I know uh, she's building up Real Estate IQ uh, in, that, in the great state of Florida. Again, I've showed you these, the ones that I got in the email. And once again, you get those um, every single day and they're updated every 24 hours. I showed you our premium service program. Uh, the ones with the stars that are marked with the stars right now are part of our premium service. And, uh, and so they include the email addresses and the cell phone numbers um, and the landline numbers that I showed you earlier. Um, our regular lists that don't include those uh, skip tracing, they're all the same but uh, uh, they don't include those phone numbers and email addresses. You can create your own list, all right? Uh, whoops, I kind of got off here. Um, so you can look at single uh, family, multifamily lots and commercials. Um, you can break down those lists, uh, like I said, because they're in Excel, you can break them down and manipulate them the way you want to. And uh, um, we have discounted deals, automated, all of these 
um, valued over $2,000 per month. And, and our, our, our team will, will run you through the costs of each one of our um, different programs. We have a two hour response um, and on demand um, time training, uh, real time training. And so our support teams are very good here at Real Estate IQ. If you have a problem, we will get to you and help you with that problem through our customer service department, which you see on the screen. Um, our, our website, um, www.realestateiq.co, when you go to it, you can take advantage of these freebies that you have on your screen. And so um, you can, uh, we'd love to thank you for being here today. And uh, you can see those, there's another poll for you to look into and fill out, but we have um, all kinds of freebies from dis discounted heat maps um, to pre-foreclosure heat maps uh, to rental income heat maps. And then uh, another one that we do, uh, we send this out by email is the deal of the day. And that's just a property that um, we've pre-selected and we run through the whole analysis of that property for you um, in that email. And so uh, that's a nice one, but people tell me that, that those go really fast. Once they hit, they are um, purchased and gone. Um, be happy to take some questions. Um, once again, I want to I want to ask you if you'll if you'd be willing to look at that 45 minute one-on-one uh, -on -one deal finding training, and uh, we'd love to have you sign up for that and and see what the whole real estate IQ um, program offers, and uh, it's quite a bit. You can go to our community. And in our community, uh, you can go to the web address that you see at the top of the screen, community.realestateiq.co. And those aren't typos. We are .co, not .com. And so uh, make sure that it's in there correctly. And you can join one of our several community reach programs, uh, different chat rooms and lounges. They're public groups. Um, that you can identify yourself. We have some for Florida, we have Georgia, we have Houston. Um, we'll, we're looking at um, some other states. We, we hope to be national um, within the next couple of years. And as we, we, we get to that, uh, we are just gonna continue to grow and grow. We have book clubs. Um, my wife does a uh, women in real estate group here in um, Houston. And so you could be a part of that as well. And, uh, and then there are a lot of events. And if you've seen our event today, you know that you can just go to real estate IQ events, and it will give you out a listing um, for the events that we have up and coming. Anyway, you can contact Becky or myself at these numbers or by these uh, email addresses. And um, I enjoyed having you today. I thank you very much um, for your time. And uh, I'll hang around here um, and pick up any questions that you might have. Or if you want to have a question for somebody else in the group that we had today, 
um, as to where they identified themselves or the state that they're from, sure, you are welcome to be on that. And I will uh, let you go with, again, another thank you. Thank you for visiting our website, uh, our websites and our webinar today. Um, and thank you, Jeff, for helping with the technical problems and uh, um, just appreciate your time. Again, thanks. It is always my pleasure to help you, Kevin. And also, I have seen that Margie, you're raising your hand, so um, you can unmute yourself now if ever you have questions. And for everyone else, you can post your questions in the chat box so to make sure that Kevin can answer your questions before we end the webinar. Thank you so much, everyone. All right, Margie, are you there? There you go, I think. Yeah, I did it by mistake. Okay. It, it was by mistake. I was just uh, in the car and I couldn't see it very well. Thank you. Oh, okay. Very educational, by the way. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Okay. There's a question um, from Jason and May uh, about structural um, issues versus settling. Okay. So um, some of the homes that um, I've been to or that Becky and I have, have visited have had structural problems, meaning that maybe there's, um, <clears throat> there's a support wall that's uh, has, has, has not been supporting the roof as well as it should. And so maybe part of the, the roof is caved in. And so you, we, we, we experienced that in one of the kitchens. We came around the corner and all the pictures on the internet looked really great. But when we walked into the kitchen, the dining room area that was attached to it um, actually had, had kind of caved in. And so to me, that's more of a structural problem. That's something that, that uh, has, has happened uh, because of something in the, the roof system that's been placed in that house. Um, those things can also be caused by settling or foundation issues. Now settling, um, you, you know, happens, in, happens everywhere. But when the settling happens to, um, when there's a crack in the settling uh, or a crack in the foundation because of the settlement of the house, then it usually means that you have to have a company come in um, and jack the foundation up in order to level it again. And so you see that within some kind of uh, some of the pier and beam houses that we see out here in Texas a lot, or even a lot of the slabs, um, the foundations that we have where the slab has settled down and has, has caused the house to settle in that, that circumstance. And then the cracks are continuous through that area throughout the house. So you may see a crack in the living room that's in the same line as uh, the crack in the bedroom. And so I don't know if that answers your question, um, but uh, those, those are some those are some ideas that I have off the top of my head. Again, I'm not a professional in that area. And that's another, another thing I can detect whether there's some kind of problem with the house, but I'm gonna get uh, my contractor out to take a look at that um, and to give me an idea of what that's gonna cost to fix prior to me um, signing the contract. And so um, that's kind of what I like to do. I like to take out an option period that we have um, here in Texas. And within that option period, I have the right to get into the house and 
and, and have those things checked. And so I will get a licensed professional to come in and, and look at different areas. Sometimes it doesn't need to go past my contractor. And sometimes it, 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 I'll pay a couple hundred dollars for um, a specialist to come in and really evaluate it if it's something a little bit bigger. Um, but those are all good things and that's a great question to ask. Any other questions? All right, aloha and thank you for coming today. I appreciate your time and uh, would appreciate you taking a further look at Real Estate IQ. Um, God's blessings and happy Thanksgiving to everyone and hope that you're all staying uh, safe and healthy. Thanks, bye-bye. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.